Oh, how many of you are happy to be in the presence of God this morning? Ah, yeah, let me see your hand. How many of you are happy to be in the presence of God this morning? You know, there's nothing like the presence of God. Amen. David said, I was glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. You know why he said that? When you read the psalmist again, he said that, for in the presence of God, there is fullness thereof. And at his right hand also pleasures forevermore. Simply means whatever you need in life is in the presence of God. And if you're able to connect to the presence of God very well and enjoy his presence, that joy will follow you for the rest of your life. In the presence of God, there is fullness thereof. And at his right hand, pleasures. Pleasures means that all the things you need for enjoyment are there. Amen. Those who enjoy the presence of God, sickness even finds it very difficult to, to come close to them. Those who enjoy the presence of the Lord. Poverty is far away from them. Amen. Because as they are enjoying his presence, the fullness, when we talk about the fullness of God, I'll talk about it one of the days. The fullness of God. These are the treasures in, in, in Christ. Said all riches, all honor, all power, all glory has been given to our God. So when we enjoy his presence, this fullness is there. And it will, it will be with you for the rest of your life. So when you come to church, enjoy church. Amen. Me, I enjoy church. I enjoy church. Not because I'm a preacher. Since I became a Christian, I have enjoyed church. I don't remember a Sunday me staying in the house and saying I won't go to church. I, it has never happened. Every time I'm in church. Because I know that eh, so you're born inside the Ebrana. Even if you do the evil within the week, there's no place like the presence of God. Come and wash down. Amen. Come to church and come and wash down. Because nobody can wash you better than the blood of Jesus. And blood of Jesus, the Bible says in the book of First John that when you fellowship with him, his blood washes us. Amen. So don't miss church for anything. Whatever you need is in, in the presence of the Lord. And as we fellowship with him, he where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is. Amen. God bless you so much for coming this morning. It's my singular honor to welcome you into the presence of the Lord. This is Grace Way Fountain Ministries. And one thing is, we teach and learn the word of God, which is able to make us whole and make us who he wants us to be. Amen. I welcome you once again. Last week we spoke about attaining divine fulfillment through obedience. Through obedience. And we got to understand that without obedience, you can never get to where God wants you to get to. Amen. And obedience is simply means taking what God has said and working with it without questioning. A delay obedience is simply disobedience. When you delay in obedience, it's simply disobedience. Hallelujah. When we read the book of Samuel, Samuel told Saul that Saul, God delight in obedience more than what? Sacrifice. Obedience more than what? Sacrifice. Some of us are quick to sacrifice. Especially when they, we come to church and say that, well, today, come and bring uh, uh, an oil so that that oil will be a favor oil. When you pour upon you, you get favor. Everybody will rush and go and bring that oil. Simply because we love to sacrifice. We love to do these things. But simple obedience. But the Bible says, 
when you let iniquities be far away from you and you acquaint yourself with God, the God of Israel will favor you. Amen. Amen. Favor doesn't come out of oil. Favor comes out of obedience to God. And being dedicated and your love, your total love for God is there. There are some things you can't get by prayer. You only get by what? Obedience. There are some things you can't get by sacrifice. Amen. You can get by what? Obedience. Total obedience to God's word brings you to a place where God is committed to your life. God is committed to your life. He's so committed to your life. Imagine I tell you to go somewhere and you go. Am I not committed to you? To providing you with, with all the things you need. God is committed to them that are obedient to his word. Not to them that sacrifice. To obey is better than to sacrifice. Sacrifice is good. But obedience is what? Better. Through obedience you can live a stress-free life. A life without stress. You don't worry. Because you have fully obeyed. He said when your obedience is full, that is when you can judge or you can deal with the enemy. Even in prayer. When you have obeyed God fully, that's when you can deal with the enemy. We need to obey God's word to the fullest. And Bible says we should follow our fathers. And our father Abraham showed us the way. He obeyed God fully. That in the book of Romans, Paul said, and Abraham staggered not to the promise of God. He never disobeyed God at any point in time. Whatever God told him, he did. Read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. He said, if you will fully obey, obey all that I have told you this day. He said, blessings will follow you. Favor will follow you. People will come to you. The blessings that are there. But when you disobey, I want us to read the, when you read the, those down there, the cases, we see that most of us in church fall into that category because we have not fully obeyed. One thing about this, this church, we don't struggle to do anything. Because you know what? We fully obey what God tells us. What God tells us? We obey. We, the things that we get, the things that we do, we have never borrowed money from anywhere. We have never borrowed money from anywhere. Me, if God will not go, I don't want to go. If God doesn't want me to be great, I don't want, I don't want it. I don't want it. If God doesn't want to, what God doesn't want to give to me, I don't want. No. Because you know what? I know that he has a glorious future for me. He has a glorious So, he that knows tomorrow is directing my steps. And he has a glorious future. Because what eyes have not seen? Yes, hey, no, has he entered into the heart of man? That is my future. So why should I stress to be ahead of God? No, I will simply obey him. Because trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus. You can never be happy in Jesus unless you trust and what? Obey. I have trusted God. I am obeying him. While well, I made a humorous statement that if God tells me to slap you, I will not even hesitate. Not at all. I will slap you because I know that he doesn't mean evil. God doesn't mean evil. So when he slaps you, he wants to do something for you. Amen. Hallelujah. God doesn't mean evil. He always wants the best for us. That's why he has made these provisions for us. So that when we obey him, we will live a stress-free life. How many of you know that God is, God knows that Satan is on this earth? 
How many of you know that God knows that Satan is on this earth? God knows. You know Satan is on this earth. And he's, he's, he's worrying like a lion wants somebody to devour. God knows that whatever evil that is happening in this world, he, he knows. He knows everything. But he has made a way out for his children. And the way out is simply what? Obedience. Obeying all that he tells you. If you obey, this thing that is happening to people, it will not happen to you. If you obey. One day, Isaac, one of our, 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 our covenant uh, uh, brothers, there was famine in the world. In the whole world. He wanted to leave to Egypt like his father did. Because when famine came, his father did, did the same thing. And when he was about to move with his family, God told him, hey, don't go. Stay there. Don't go stay there. Although there is famine, I have decided to bless you. And Abraham, Isaac obeyed. Bible said the same year, Isaac sold and he reaped hundred folks. If he had gone to Egypt and had sown in Egypt, he wouldn't have gotten anything. Simple obedience commits God to do his part. Amen. God has promised to bless us without any cause. And this morning, I speak on the topic, attaining your divine fulfillment through divine direction. Because you can't obey when there is no direction. God is always leading us. God is always what? Leading us. Because he knows your tomorrow. He knows where he wants to send you. He is committed to lead us. Bible said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the seal waters. Divine direction is what a man needs for the whole of... You know, I start preparing my message from Tuesday. Monday is a holiday for me. I try as much as possible not to think about church on Mondays. Think about church on Mondays. But I think about God. So on Tuesday, I start preparing my message. From about, about two weeks now, God has been hitting me on this subject that is divine direction. Two weeks now, divine direction. So on Tuesday, I started to pray about God, what do you want your people to, to, to hear this morning, on Sunday morning, when they come? And God told me, tell them about divine direction. Tell them about divine direction. If I tell you now to go to Accra, go to Accra, and you start you start the journey and you get there. What are you going to do there? What are you going to do there? You just, the moment you head, go to a car, you just start, prepare and go. What are you going to do there? You go there and be stranded. You go there and be stranded. Unless I give you specifics. When you go, go and meet this one. Do this. Buy this. Bring this. Meet this one on this way. This one will help you. Meet this one. Unless I give you detailed instructions, you can never go there and accomplish that which you are supposed to do. One thing about God is that he has told us through his word that he has given us a glorious future. But that glorious future is attainable through divine direction. God wants to order our steps every day. I would say the steps of the righteous are ordered by what? God. Every righteous person, you are entitled to divine direction. Divine direction means God leading you daily. 
Every day of your life, every step you take, God leading you. God leading you. God leading you. And when he's leading you, you simply obey. Last week, I made this statement here. I was going to buy a phone. And when I bought a phone, this iPhone, top class, some of them, one of them, very expensive. The guy gave me a very good deal. When I was buying it, I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, don't, don't, don't. I disobeyed. And I bought it. When I bought the phone, immediately I took, I, I just took the phone, the guy left. I drove, and let's what the Holy Ghost whispered to me again. I told you not to buy that phone. I felt so bad. Oh, I've disobeyed God. I felt so bad. I came home. I never told anybody. I didn't even take the phone into my room. I left it in my car, my car boot. What do I do with the phone? I can also dash to my wife. Because we are the same family. If I disobey God, he has disobeyed God. I went to a place. And somebody was there. I asked, I asked that person, do you want a phone? He said, yes, I take it. iPhone! It was 7 plus. iPhone 7 plus. And you were dashing to me. I said, yes, take it. I don't want it. Take it. The person was so grateful. But he didn't know. That, that phone, I can't use it. Because God said, I shouldn't, I shouldn't buy it. And I bought it. I can't use it. I gave it out. Out of disobedience, I paid dearly. Over thousands of Ghana cities, I paid. Out of disobedience. God says in his word that the steps of the righteous are ordered by him. God wants to order your life every day. But all that you need to do is to just to hear him and obey him. Amen. God wants to order your life. If I give you a purpose, I am committed to directing you for that purpose. Can you imagine? A company employs you and he doesn't tell you what to do. He doesn't give you your daily schedule. Is that possible? No. He gives you daily schedule of what you are supposed to do daily. God has designed a glorious future for us. When we read the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he says, When you were in your mother's womb, I knew you and had sanctified you. God knows us from our mother's womb. God knows us from our mother's womb. And he has destined us for a purpose. What eyes have not seen. Before you can attain this purpose, you need to be divinely guided. Every day of your life, God wants to order your life. It doesn't matter whether you are, whether you are a child. He wants to order your life. Every day. Every day. I think that is the best thing Christians need. We need God to direct us every day. God knows Satan is in this world. He knows that the world will not, never get better. No, no government will make this Ghana or this world better. No powers can make this world better. So God has made a way of escape. Like the way he did in the days of Noah. When he wanted to destroy the world because the world is coming to an end like the days of Noah. He wanted to destroy the world. But he made a way out for them. And that way out was the ark. He said, come. Directing them to, to, to the ark. So that that ark will be the ark of what? Safety. God is directing us in this end time that his people will not be battered by the thing that the enemy is doing. Will not be battered by the tantrums of this life. The things that destroy others, God doesn't want you to be destroyed with them. So you know what? He has made a way out 
that every day consult me, obey me, walk with me. He leads me beside what? The still waters. God wants to lead us beside what? The still waters. How are we willing to obey? Until, you know, through divine direction, you can live a life stress-free. Stress what? Free. Amen. As I was praying, you know, this week is our anniversary week. The church is one year this week. Amen. On the 12th of February, that's when we started the church. So this week is our anniversary week. You're, you're aiming, whether you say amen or not, it's true. Hallelujah. Imagine where God has brought us. All of us here, imagine where God has brought us. Yeah, just a year. So you can imagine where God is taking us. What eyes have we seen? Yes. I believe in this. As I was thinking about it, God, I think that we should do something for the community. We all discussed and came to a point that we would do health, health what? Screening for the community. Yesterday I was just there praying about it and God told me, don't do it. You had already announced. Don't do it. You had already announced. Don't do it. I said, God, if you don't want us to do it, I won't do it. The church is not for me. It's for God. I am just an employee. I'm an employee of God. If he tells me not to do it, said there are ways that seems right in the eyes of man. But at the end, it's what? Distraction. He knows. Sometimes we can think about whatever we want to do with our life. Oh, when I grow up. You know, some people are in professions that they are not supposed to be in. When you are doing something and you are stressing yourself, struggling, know that God doesn't want you to be there. Have you heard from God? Because God doesn't want his people to... It is the blessings of the Lord that make it what? Rich. And they added no what? Sorrows. If God doesn't watch over the house, they wake up in vain. The watchman, they wake up in vain. If he doesn't build, they build what? In vain. Until he builds, that's when you also can build. But one thing about his church, I will build my church so we know that he's building. So if he's building and he's the foreman or he's the owner, he directs us on what to do. We cannot build on ourselves. Me, I live a stress-free life. I am not even worried about anything that will concern the church. Because I know he's building. And all that I need to do is what? To follow divine direction. My life, I have followed divine direction. And I'll give you an example. I have followed divine directions. I remember when I was, I was about to choose my course for university. Well, first, most of the university didn't pick me from, from my, my, my first time. The second time I applied, I wanted to choose mathematics. The first I came, my parents were angry with me. Why do you want to do mathematics? Do you want to be a teacher? I will tell you, you are wasting your life. They called me one night. They spoke to me. I said, no. I know within myself that that is what I'm supposed to do. I know that's what God wants me to do. And that, do you know why I knew? Because I dreamt. And God was telling me that I had brought my father to a place and I had built a, a very big structure and I was telling him that through the mass I did, look at what I have been able to do. So I knew, when I woke up, I knew that God wanted me to do the mathematics. I chose mathematics. He spoke against it. He said, well, that's your future. If you want to destroy your future, we will help you destroy it. That time, engineering was one of the, or, or what, what medicine and that rest were, were the top jobs you can ever do. And God told me. I took that thing up. 
And now, I have no regrets for doing mathematics. I have no regrets. And my father has come to realize. And I was about to hear, hey, Kwame, the math that you are, do, you are doing, hey, you can do a lot of things with it, oh. I said, yes. That time, imagine. My dad, my dad is a banker. And now, I'm in banking. Hallelujah. And where God has taken me from that time to now, in a space of a few years, eyes have not seen. Amen. Divine direction propels God and commits God to you, to help you. To help you. God is committed to you when he's leading you. Amen. God has a glorious future for us. And the only way to attain that future is for us to obey divine direction. To obey divine direction. To obey divine direction. When you read the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 29 and 30, God said, them that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. God is not committed to anybody, but he's committed to his sons. If you are directed by God, if you are directed by God, that's when God is committed to you. He said, them that are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. I am committed to my son. I'm committed to my daughter. That wherever I tell him to go or tell them to go, I am supposed to provide for them. If I want them to go to school, I must pay their school fees. If I want them to go to school, I must feed them. It's my, my duty as a father. You can never do your own thing and want God to commit himself to you. That's the reason why Christians, we are struggling. Until you obey, until you ask for direction, until he leads you, He's never committed to you. He said, Romans 8, 29, 30, them that are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. Are you led by the Spirit of God? Every time. Sometimes, Obi, you know, those of, those, some of us, if I decide to, to, oh, those who want to travel outside, come and let me pray for you. Imagine the amount of people who come, running and running, Man of God, I want to go outside though. I've seen that outside is the best. How can a child of God go there and be washing the teeth of horse? A child of God. Is that what your father wants for you? But when the prodigal son took his steps, he was eating with swine. That's what most of us are doing. How can I go and clean? Poopoo. Of people who cannot even hold themselves in somebody's country. A child of God. A child of a king. But when you disobey, like the prodigal son, that's what you do. People think that the ways, the things that others are doing, they are supposed to do it. No. You are not an ordinary person. God wants to lead you to a future, which is what eyes have not seen. When God leads you, you are always the first person to bring out inventions. You are the first person in your family to do something. You are the first person in your community to do something. Divine direction causes God. Until you are led by God, you are not a son. Don't deceive yourself. I think that you are born again. That's all. Your born again is the beginning. But God's sons are led. Read the book of Galatians and say, eh, or the one who is supposed to inherit everything of God. So far as he is a child, is no better than a slave. But he is put under tutelage. So he becomes what? A son. 
the slaves teach him. They, because we have acted as babies of God, the world is, is now training us. Training us. Because we have refused to listen. Babies do not listen to their parents. It's only sons and daughters who listen to their parents. For babies, they don't even have the ears to listen. <laughs> I told my wife something, and he always says it. Um, you know, Bible says, when the nation disobey, disobeys, he will give them children leaders. Children leaders. It's part of the, the cases of God. When a nation disobeys. Children leaders are people who cannot even stay at one place. Look at the way children behave. Everything is for them. Greedy leaders. Africa, we are part of it. Who want everything for themselves? They don't obey anything. Everything is to their interest. Children leaders. When they tell them to be here, tomorrow they'll be here. They are always begging. Children leaders. Oh, give me some. Oh, give me some. Oh, give me some. We are always running about begging other nations. Are we not children leaders? Don't we have children leaders? So children, they are very difficult to be led. But sons obey their parents. God leads sons. They are the sons of God that are led. God knows tomorrow. He knows your future. He knows what is ahead of you because he has designed it. That's one thing we should know. Our glorious future is hinged on divine direction. Until we obey divine direction. Until we obey divine direction. You can never. Eh? Divine direction puts you on top. Because God always wants yet he shall be the head and not the tail. So when he's leading you, he's not leading you to be a tail. He's leading you to be what? The head. He's directing you to be what? If you are royal and they are, tra- they are training you, your training is different from the way they train slaves. When you go into the military camp, the way they train officers are different from the way they train those who are starting. So, God has made you ahead. Well, they know that the officers are going to run to become the brigadiers and the generals and, 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 and the field marshals. So, when they are training them, their training is so different. Why do you want to be there? They are that ground, on that ground. Recruit, new recruits. When you are an officer. Why? Because we have chosen to be. That's not the training God wants to give to us. God wants to give you a brighter destiny. Those who are going to school. Ask for divine direction. Bible says in the book of Proverbs. Chapter 3 verse 6. Acknowledge God in all your ways. And he shall direct what? He shall direct. God what should I do? Because you know he is committed to you. If you are a son of God. He leads his people. I said, God, wherever you don't want me to go, I will not go. It doesn't matter. Whatever they tell me. When I was going to marry my wife, my sister is here so he knows. There was opposition. There was a lot of opposition. A lot of opposition. A lot of opposition. When my wife comes from as far, he's what, what? A lot of opposition. A lot of opposition. I told them, I know what I've seen. And I know where God is leading me. I don't care. Are you the one going to marry him? If there be any curse, let it fall upon my head. I'm ready to take it. I was very bold. So they said, fine. If you want, you go and do it. But if anything comes, we are not part. That yes, if anything comes, I'll take it because good things will come. I know God was leading me. I knew that God was leading me. And if he had, I had not married my wife, I wouldn't have come to a car. I wouldn't have started this ministry. What eyes? I wouldn't have been here by now. God knows the future. 
when he tells you. And you know one thing, one thing you need to know is anytime, and one funny thing, all the people of God who knew God, who knows God and my spiritual father, who came here last time, told me, Kwame, you are supposed to marry this woman. I was there. How did I know it was divine direction? I was there. A friend of mine came. Kwame, I had a dream about you. You are married to somebody. And that person described the person. It was my wife. I said, yes. I, when you leave here, you have cut off your future. I said, that's what God told him to tell me. And when he was telling me that, he told me again. That same person, after some years back, he came to tell me. You know what? Atamels died in what? 2012. Atamels. 2012. I married in 2013. That same time, he told me. I also had another dream. That the, the sky was very dark. And our president had died. So when you are praying, help her pray for our president. He told me two things about my wife and Atamels. So when Atamels died, I knew that this one it was very clear. How did I know? Divine direction is there. I had a dream again. When I, God was just confirming to me that, hey, my friend, don't make a mistake. But if I had listened to my parents and some of the people around, I wouldn't have done it. Sometimes we like talking to people too much. We like, when you have a vision, you want to discuss your friend. Hey, you know your friend is also being a Christian. I had a dream. I was going to church. And I had stopped. I, had, I, I met some friends and I had listened to them. We were eating, we were drinking. Around the way, when I was supposed to go to church. So, as we were drinking, something just came to me. Hey, I, 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 I was going with my wife, so my wife took the lead. Ah, what has happened to me? I had to go back. When I went to the church, he had, the church was so full that people were not even getting seats to it. There was, it was an overflow. But he has reserved a seat in front for me. And I went to sit there. When I woke up, I said, hey, this one, it doesn't matter if the world will slaughter me, I'll make this decision. That means that he was the right person. You know, when you want marriage, God directs you. He who finds a wife, not finds a woman, God will direct you in your marriage. The work I, I am supposed to, I am doing now, he have been worrying me, Kwame, come, Kwame, come, I said I won't come. You become a director, I said I won't come. Become a director, I said I won't come. They forced me, I said I won't come. During this time, 31st, I was just praying that God, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I need your direction for the year. When people were praying and people were lying on the floor, I told you people to pray for, let's pray till for about 30 minutes on just what you want God to do for you. I, that was my prayer. Divine direction for this year. And God just spoke to me. Move. Go to that place. And do you know the confirmation? God will also confirm as well. I had slept and I had a dream again. And in that dream, there was a big issue in my office. And people were pointing me. Me, I didn't know anything about it. I told them in the dream that I have already moved. So what you are saying, I don't care. And immediately I knew that God wanted to move. God knows your tomorrow. He knows what you are supposed to be in one year to come. He knows. So he has made a way out. All that you need to do is to listen. Have you seen people serving on, 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 on the sea before? Those who stand on, on board. They'll be moving around with the board. How many of you have seen that before? Like, there is a sport on the sea. When the waves are coming, then they'll be running on the waves. Like, like, like a skate. It's, it's called water skate or what, how do you call it? Surfing. You know. How many of them have you seen creating waves to, to surf on it? They don't surf on, they don't create waves. They wait for the waves to be created. Then they surf on it. 
Do they struggle to serve? The waves just move them. You don't need to struggle to create a wave. You don't need to struggle. The reason why me, I don't, we don't struggle with church is that we don't need to create a wave. God has already created the wave. All that we need to do is divine obedience. Direction. Follow that direction. Hallelujah. We need to follow direction. Divine direction commits God to us. You can never attain anything in this life. Your, your, that, that stress-free life, joyful life. Now, I don't have... And when God is leading you, I, I, I don't see struggle. Myself. I, I don't see struggle. People's a lot of my, my, my colleagues at work, they wonder, they, they wonder, what kind of life are you living? I don't do Kalebuli. I don't do Azan. I don't take bribe. I, the same thing you give to me. I, 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 but I don't struggle. When you are doing things and they are not working, know that you need to pray for direction. Now God, are you sure where I am? That's where I'm supposed to be. And he will lead you. Acknowledge God in all your ways and he shall what? Direct your path. God is a father. He wants to lead us. He knows that the world is full of obstacles. Let us walk by him. Let us walk by him. When we are leading a child, oh, and the, and the place is muddy. What do you tell the child? Wherever I step, step, right? Wherever I step, step, so the child will be... A child who ordinarily would have been swallowed by the swamp or by the muddy things will get through that muddy place safely because he's following your steps. God knows the world is muddy. The devil wants to swallow us. Things are not easy. God made it so. He made it so that he wants to destroy the world. So things will never be easy. Don't blame the enemy for it is God who made it so. But he has made a way of escape for his children. And let us follow him so that we can walk through stress free. Free stress. Hallelujah. How many of you are willing to follow the direction of God? How many of you are willing? Then you are on your way to your high places. Amen. I said then you are on your way to your high places. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And one thing, when you are led by God, when you are led by God, when you are led by God, you don't need to force yourself to do anything. All the things you need are made by you. Things that are difficult for people, you it will be so easy for you. <laughs> when, before I say this, when you read the book of Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 6, God told Zechariah to go and tell Zerubbabel that Zerubbabel, it is not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Things that are difficult are accomplished by the spirit of God. It is God who will do it. Look, when we started church in this place, we started church, when we were searching, I got some pastor friends who came to me, hey, Tema, there is no easy. Tema, Tema, we can't even start church, especially this place. I consulted a few <laughs> people and they told me this. Hey, we don't start church here. It will never stand. Said, yeah, it will never stand. Some said, you have to, you have to, you have, you have connections, you have to get connections. Me connections. I don't know anybody. I came here not knowing anybody. One day, our people were praying, and somebody came to them and told them, hey, you, the demon which is here, or the spirit which is ruling over here, 
It's very, very powerful. And you, when you come as a pastor, you want to start something, you need to see the those who have started. Ha! I I told them to tell, tell that person, cast him out. He's the devil. And when we were starting, I told them, we are being led by God. Where God is, no devil can stay there. Where God is. When you are being led by God, it is He who is with you. I am low, I am with you. To the ends of what? This world. I am with you. When He's leading you, He's with you. Where God is, the devil cannot stay there. So that's what I said. Let us go on. Whatever He tells us, we will do. It's only disobedience which pulls us out from God's presence. When we disobey, we are out of God's presence. I know. Yes, I believe it's not, it's not easy. But it is not by might. Never it is by our power. But it is by the Spirit of God. God will do it. And we started. Hey, I wish we could show the pictures of what, how, what we went through. You build a tent. By the time you realize the rain will destroy the tent. You, hey! Sometimes you'll be meeting in the rain. We must squeeze ourselves into the middle. Those of, those of us who, 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 who were with us in the beginning, you know. But I told them, so far as God is leading us, we are not stopping until he stops. If God has, is not stopping, then we are not stopping. We should go on. Because he's leading us to a destiny, which is what eyes have not seen, ears heard, nor has entered into the heart of man what the Lord is about to do for them that love him. All that we need to do is to love him and follow him. He will do it for us. And God is leading us gradually. God is leading us gradually. We have to know this. Until we ask for divine direction, we will miss it. Next week, I'll talk on how do we assess divine direction? How do we assess divine direction? How do we assess divine direction? Do you know, you can have a billion dollar in, in, in an account if you don't know how to assess that account, you will be poor than the word poor. It is accessible. Let us swim in it. Next week, I'll talk about it. How to assess divine direction. After the Abraham, is stress-free. Stress-free life. Free life. You don't struggle to get because you are being led. You know, Noah was at the age of 120 years when he started building the ark. The ark took about about 20 or 40 years to build that ark. Noah, an old man, with just four sons, built the ark which was able to take every animal on this earth. Which was able to take human beings on this earth. Which was able to take everything. Four sons. One man. And daughters. If it wasn't by divine direction, how could he have been able to do it? The trees, where, where did he get the trees from? Old man, how was he able to? When God gives you an assignment and he directs you to do it, he gives you divine strength, divine ability, divine knowledge, divine wisdom. Everything is divine. You pass stress-free. I knew I was supposed to do mass. I never trailed any paper. I told God, God, you know I am coming here to do your work. Those of you who knows me, those of those, my, my, my friends, me learning, you never see me learning. I always, I always learn when they say something. I want to come and see me sitting on my book learning. But, ah, I, the course which people were failing, sometimes the whole class 
Over 70% of the people fail. Me, you will never see me. I don't fail. And I'll be part of the flyers. And I was doing my mindset the same thing. I was the one who doesn't even go to class. I'll be the one to teach them. When I go, they will tell me, Ah, oh, Mr. Kuzi, you are here. Ah, this course, we don't understand. Oh. Ah, but me, I think you are sitting in a class. You want me to come and teach you? I'll pick them up. And I'll, even look, I'll, I'll not even look through book. I'll teach them. Wisdom, in, because I know that intelligence and knowledge is from God. Because I have dedicated my life for God's work. Divine direction is accessible. He will lead you. You live a stress-free life. That's what I want every member of this church to be. That you live a stress-free life. So then when you are even coming to church, your heart is glad to come to church. Because you know what the Lord is doing for you. You know, sometimes people are so frustrated in life that when they review mention church to them, they will slap you. People think that God, God has disappointed me. Ha! You have disappointed yourself by not following divine direction. There are some people when you mention church to them, they will slap you. This man of God, this fake, whatever they tell us doesn't even come to pass. Yes, it won't come to pass because we are not following the direction that, that, that he said. It won't come to pass. We have a place where there is no stress in getting every good thing. Because if your father is the owner of all riches, gold and silver, then you are not supposed to struggle if you follow him. But children of his obedience, he will not give to them. This morning, I want somebody to desire this. And this week, let it be your prayer. That God, this week, is my prayer. If I have missed the way, I am sorry. God, bring me back. Bring me back. Bring me back. Bring me back to where you want me to be. And from today, I make a vow within myself that I will follow you for the rest of my days. Whatever you don't want, I don't want. Whatever you don't want for me, I don't want. Whatever you don't want for me, I don't want. I just want to follow you. My desires are no more. And God will listen to you. Why don't you?